0: What's up everybody? Welcome to the Music Podcast Deluxe. Featuring Don't Believe the Hype. And we're about to blow your f***ing hell minds. Whoa,
1: whoa, Muck. Let's lay it back a bit. Thanks, Dre. What would I be without you? Representing Montreal, Canada, we're coming to you straight from the DBTH sound room. Damn, that sounds tight. But you know we're sitting on the couch, right? So join us every episode where we're going to be talking about concerts, records, experiences, and everything in between. Stay
0: a while, and let's make some time for music.
1: Welcome to The Master track, where Muck and Dre talk to you about a song they just can't seem to take off repeat. Or- This episode's master track is White Rabbit by Jefferson Airplane. Fuck yes. We're going back to 1967 to talk to you about this psychedelic classic. I don't think you can talk about the mid to late 60s without mentioning Jefferson Airplane. That song is basically an anthem for the psychedelic movement leading up to Woodstock.
0: Well, I think everybody knows White Rabbit.
1: When that intro comes on, all kinds of things come to mind. You can talk about... Movies where it's been featured, all those Vietnam War movies, for example. Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: And, of course, you can't mention the psychedelic movement without talking about LSD. The entire genre was based on trippy, kind of out-there sounds, groundbreaking recording, new instrumentation, things like the sitar and the harpsichord and all kinds of different organs.
0: I was listening to uh, Pink Floyd. I think I heard a flute
1: definitely Pink Floyd would be one of those bands that was really involved at that point in time.
0: It's undeniable that after White Rabbit was released that many bands were influenced by that song and that genre of music. And that is why it is this week's Master Track. This is uh, season one, episode number six, and we're all out of whack, doing shit in reverse order and stuff.
1: Who knows what could happen this episode? That's Beyonce in the background. I got my dog here. We're recording during the day. It's
0: completely abnormal.
1: Everything's upside down. There's a reason why it's all out of whack today, though. We are bringing you a psychedelic special here. We're going to be talking about the psychedelic movement in general. Give you a little bit of history, and then jump into a subgenre of psychedelic rock, which is stoner rock. All this kind of came about because we're headed to the All Them Witches show on March 12th at Bar La Ritz. We cannot wait.
0: Yeah, it's going to be awesome. And, uh, you know, just preparing for this episode, I've been throwing on old psychedelic rock playlists and old stoner rock playlists, and there's just so much good music in two categories in general. It's just such a great listen. The
1: psychedelic movement started in the mid-60s. It was fueled by this huge popularity, the drug called LSD. The hippies had a lot to do with this, right? Well, yeah. They'd want to take LSD and just completely trip out, you know, hallucinate, hallucinate, just completely vibe out. As artists started experimenting with LSD, the music
0: changed along with that. I mean, it just goes to show the the depth of music that was in that era, right? I mean, we used Jefferson Airplane as our master track, but there's just so many more bands. Grateful Dead, Jimi Hendrix Experience. Um,
1: the Doors. Of course. You're talking a, a lot of Pink Floyd, the Yardbirds before Jimmy Page and Jeff Beck split up. Even bands like the Beatles and the Rolling Stones ended up doing psychedelic tracks, if not psychedelic psychedelic albums. Sgt. Pepper, the Beatles, is one of the most epic psychedelic albums that was ever recorded. And I mean, from there, you can see the progression into the 70s with progressive rock, uh, heavy metal. It kind of just fueled that energy to shift. Well, the drugs changed. <laughs> Absolutely. The drugs had a lot to do with it, I guess, when you really think about it. So this kind of need for change and this need to kind of flip music on its head and try different things, that energy carried into the 70s, into progressive rock, into heavy metal, bands like Black Sabbath and Rush, Genesis, Pink Floyd. This was the kind of motivation that was needed to get music to where it went.
0: So let me ask you this. What do you think if these psychedelic rock acts did not exist. Where do you think music would be right now?
1: But That's exactly my point. I have no fucking idea. It would be a whole different kind of uh, climate. Imagine that. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you really want to stretch it, you can say that because of the psychedelic movement, we then had new wave and punk rock and alternative rock and grunge. This was the original catalyst.
0: We've been talking about the music and the influences and where, where it's come from a little bit. But, I mean, that all changed, right? And there was a, a fundamental shift after Woodstock. I think it's fair to say that Woodstock was that marker in the psychedelic
1: movement. Because it was the major show. We're talking Hendrix, Janis Joplin, Santana. Most relevant bands in that time period played Woodstock. It was a worldwide movement. I personally think governments got pretty scared after they saw how much pop culture was being affected by this. And they really cracked down on LSD and hallucinogenic drugs after Woodstock.
0: It changed the movement after that. Okay, so fast forward about 20 years. So from, uh, jump from the 70s to, uh, the 90s, or early 2000s, right? And we've got a whole new Genre and or subgenre of of music that's that's been birthed from all of this.
1: Yeah, some people like to call it neo psychedelic rock. Often stoner rock is the label that would go on one of these bands, but in essence, it is that same psychedelic spirit to do something different, to not adhere to the. Conventional rules of songwriting mm-hmm. push the limits, push the envelope.
0: And we're talking Queens of the Stone Age, we're talking uh Caius, we're talking all them witches. Most recently, Five Horse Johnson, Five Horse Clutch. Johnson.
1: That's right, yeah. There's a lot of psychedelic subgenres too. You have your psychedelic pop bands like Tame Impala, Elephant Stone. Mm-hmm. It's it's still very present. Those those waves that were made in the mid '60s, we're still feeling them to present
0: day. I didn't, personally, I love it. I mean, it's just such a wide spread of music that you can go through hours of great content, you know. And and yeah,
1: absolutely. And I mean, I know a little bit about your history—that early Queens of the Stone Age—that's mm-hmm. really close to you, you know. So it's
0: influencing our musical taste still today. And take a band like Clutch, for example. I wasn't really big into them at the start, and I started listening to a little more stuff. And I think the song that really hooked me from them was Um "Electric Worry." Ah. Oh what a powerful
1: song man it's just like high energy in your face
0: really cool while I was looking into clutch um, I found out on electric worry there was some some influences from another band called Five horse Johnson so yeah first, you picked I, up you picked
1: up a couple records right yeah I
0: picked up two of their records so I had never heard of them before and you know as I was researching I came across some on YouTube and I started listening to uh, some, some of their stuff I had no idea where it was from. I just kind of the first couple things I found I threw on and I, you know, I saw some very awesome similarities between Clutch's song and some of the Five Horse Johnson stuff.
1: They have this brand of rock that you just feel like drinking to, like in a dirty bar, kind of like Red Fang. Red Mm -hmm. Fang is one of these bands too,
0: Prehistoric Dog. Yeah, what a song, man. And the video for that is really fucking cool. Uh, it's, It's fucking funny, actually. Yeah. And then you know, most most recently, and we've been talking a lot about all them witches. Their new album, "Sleeping Through the War," dropped on Friday, and we've got the show coming up in two weeks.
1: I cannot wait, man.
0: So, I mean, we've just been full blown listening to this psych rock, stoner rock. I I like it, you know. It's we're coming onto the spring here. It's kind of. I'm tripping
1: balls personally, man. I'm I'm going I'm going through this really inexperienced. This whole thing has been
0: very very cool. Yeah, and I think it's going to influence some of my vinyl decisions over the next couple of months. For yeah, sure. totally, totally. You know, I could see myself picking up some Cream, maybe, or uh, getting into another Jimi Hendrix album, or who the hell knows? Mark, right? we're going
1: to we're going to have to find work on the side eh? to pay for all these. We need a uh, we need a side hustle. I know this podcast is our side hustle, but we're going to need a side hustle that like to the podcast. We, oh yeah, we, we got to bank something here. We got to—I don't know—maybe we can help old ladies carry their groceries. hit them with some news man news at the end we're just completely breaking all the fucking rules today man all of them so we have a few big announcements rock fest released their lineup on the 24th
0: it's gonna be sick dude
1: i cannot wait june 23rd and 24th in montebello we got ramstein queens of the stone age iggy pop alexis on fire the offspring megadeth wu-tang clan that's right at the drive-in, they're oh, coming back shit. because they cancelled last year. So they're staying true to their word and they're coming back to Rockfest this year. AFI, 311, the list goes on. I can't wait. I think it's official. We're going to buy our tickets at this point.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I don't see why I would miss any of these bands. I think that, uh, you know, given given what we're seeing from Oshiaiga, I'm still really excited about that lineup as well. Yeah, I, But I, there's just some bands I can't give up going to see. Oceaga had some announcements this week too Yeah, they're early
1: Unlike most years where they released their lineup in April This year they put out a game It was a a match game Pair up the things And through the game You were able to see which bands were going to be coming up Just a few They only released 53 names Okay, so what do we got so far? We got Rag and Bone Man Foster the People Run the Jewels Die Word, Cage the Elephant Just to name a few
0: yeah. So, I mean, they're, they've already announced a, a lot of big acts, but I'm, I think they're saving something. They got something up their sleeve that we don't know about yet.
1: There's going to be a few big names coming up. Mm-hmm. There's rumors of Muse,
0: rumors of Tool, rumors of Jamiroquai. We'll see. So, I mean, I think, uh, we had a little bit of fun this week, uh, throwing, throwing the episode around on its head a little bit and, yeah. uh, kind of spicing it up. And you know, it, it, uh, it changes the flow a little bit. We hope you
1: guys had as much fun as we did. Push subscribe so you can stay up to date. Go on Facebook, write to us if you have any questions or suggestions. Bands that you'd think would fall under the Psychedelic or Stoner Rock label, we'll throw them into the playlist on Spotify.
0: So make sure you check that out. Like Dre said, hit us up on Facebook at the guys. Shoot us an email at the guys at gmail.com. We'll get back to you and uh, hope you guys have a lot of fun. So
1: remember everybody, make, make some, some time, time for, for music. music. It's fucking important.